0: The ACC's Daily Agenda podcast, powered by Musashi.
1: Welcome into the third special instalment of the Daily Agenda, powered by Musashi. We're taking you behind the absolute scenes. Season 2, uh, Episode 3, we're up to uh, Lane. And in this episode, the ACC needed to do something big. So you, and <laughs> your eternal uh, wisdom, decided to push cricket coverage to a place that had never been before. A vasectomy live on air, your own vasectomy, and what happened next made history. Where did the idea for a live commentary uh, whilst being vasected, come by, from? By, while
2: having your vast difference cauterised? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at the start of the season. I think it was the start of the season when I saw Jerry and I caught up. Jeremy Wells, and we were like, oh, can we've the season just gone. We hadn't really done anything, you know. But it'd be a few years, it's almost addictive. Is like getting in trouble and doing stupid shit mm. and. But, if we felt like if we weren't doing stupid shit and getting in trouble we weren't doing our job Yeah. and so let's do something like what's, what's never been done before like what can we do on air that's never been done before and we talked about like circumcisions and, and I said well I'm going to get a vasectomy because I've, I've just blasted my third child out and I'm good to go and getting that <laughs> All gonna, getting that done and that's when he said hey what about what if we got a doctor into the caravan uh, would have to sterilize it and you get your vasectomy done while commentating <laughs> ball by ball and I was like ball by balls out and I was like yeah why not in the end the doctor took one look at the caravan and was like absolutely uh, this is not happening in here so we had to transfer the studio to his surgery <laughs> uh, and then we had the cricket playing in there with the effects and poor Joe Jury you, he, you'll hear him uh, he he features in this episode he's never quite recovered because he had to film it all <laughs> uh, and so he was in there he didn't see my he didn't see my balls and everything else getting done but he had to smell the burning flesh. I was going to ask it that. Was yes, it was gross. Even as gross to me. Yeah, because yeah. they burn it. Anyway, I, I, had, like, I had made several mistakes in that thing because you have, they give you a little kit before you get a vasectomy. Like, it's a kind of instruction manual about painkillers and what to expect. And there's a razor in there. And so I was like, oh, okay, I have to get rid of my um, downstairs uh, forest. Yeah. So I had a fucking, like, two-hour shower, like, hot-ass shower, stretching my balls across the, like, the <laughs> tiles, and I, was sh- I shaved every single little bit of hair off my downstairs. A drain clogger. Oh, the absolute drain clogger. That's, I don't think that drain's ever recovered. And then I turned up, and I remember, forget, because Joe uh, was there as well, and the guy's like, you just take your pants off, put the gown on. I took my pants off, and the doctor goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then the nurse kind of looked away. And he goes, did you read? Giving the instructions that were in that pack, and I was like, "Nah." And he goes, "Because it says all. If you've got here at the base of your cock, between the base of your cock and your and your testicles, just shave that area, not everything." He goes, "But you've done a, but you've done a bang up job." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was a New Zealand Australia game uh, at Eden Park, uh, and he didn't give me the usual drugs because he said if I give you the usual stuff, it's the kind of the date rapey stuff and you're not going to remember saying anything and you might say something that you uh, so i'm only yeah, going to give yeah. you a little bit of a local uh, around there um and so so i could commentate and i did and it was the famous game with the stoyness stomp on his head game yeah where matt head said stomp on his stomp on hazelwood's head yeah uh and i managed to call an over uh, of and you'll, you'll hear it in this is it, basically all you can hear is uh lee baker Jeremy Wells just hysterically laughing in the background because they can see my face <laughs> uh, in the commentary and nothing else. And a little bit of concern from Lee Hart. I've never—he's never been one to show a lot of empathy, but no. he's, he's mildly concerned about my welfare. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we did that. And the, the doctor was quite funny because he was—he was trying to make jokes. Gerald Young from City Med. If you're going to go get one, shout out to g- him. Gentle hands. He—he uh, he started cracking jokes. Like he was sitting here. He's like. Left stump gone. Now I'll just pass the middle stump and work on the off stump. And I'm like, fuck, leave the jokes to me, mate. That was good from him. You just just concentrate on what you're doing. All right, then without any further ado, here is episode
1: three,
3: Behind the Absolute Scenes,
1: G-Lane's vasectomy.
4: We need to do something stupid this year. The last time I saw this, I was in a deposition.
5: Goes into someone's sack, gets a ball. Didn't he absolutely munt himself? The blow that you had taken to your groin. We were famous, of course, for breaking new broadcasting standards and rules. This might be a human rights abuse.
0: You know, then we would have had seven new people inside the caravan instead of just the six. Which made global news, actually.
3: The smell that I smell that day, I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Hi, I'm Joe Jerry, the Digital Content Director of the Alternative Commentary Collective. So
2: uh, Joe, I've just got a video for you to watch. Can you describe what's um, going on in this video?
3: Just take the video. I, I never want to see that video ever again. I was there that day and...
4: Oh look, the last time I saw
1: this I was in a deposition. What we're looking at here is the world first. I G-Lane was talking about doing this for a while. I didn't actually think it was
5: really going to happen. He was really intent. The great thing about the ACC is that we were famous, of course, for breaking new broadcasting standards and rules. ACC head G-Lane had had three children. He didn't want to have any more children.
3: He had a very busy schedule of commentating coming up. It was summer, obviously. It was the busiest time of work for him. And he just managed to shoehorn in two things,
2: didn't let the team down. So I got a vasectomy while commentating cricket, pretty much.
3: So we're just going to have a change in commentary as Jason Hoyt takes a break, and uh, and I'll take up commentary as well. ACC here, Grot Lane, live having a vasectomy.
2: Here comes Paperwood into Nishan, and Nishan just works it off his head, certainly mid-wicket, and there's no run.
3: Well commentated, Mike. That was good effort. That was unfortunately broom that was facing that. Delivery.
5: <laughs> Literally the ball by ball, wasn't it? And and I I have to be honest with you. Actually, I have a real affection for Mike's balls. Um, they've they've rested on my head in the commentary once I recall that much.
0: Basically, getting the vasectomied with that anaesthetic, so he could commentate to a decent level which is ironic because if he wasn't getting vasectomy he probably would have had about 13 beers by now if he had been in the caravan but and mike um we, we've heard that they had to bring another doctor in okay. for microsurgery all of a sudden a microsurgery specialist
3: yeah, the look on your face is quite something <laughs> He looks as though he's receiving oral you l- pleasure. You look, you look like you're, you're getting pleasure as Faulkner comes in again, bowls to Broome, who works it into the leg side for a single. Could he be the first man to ever <laughs> climax during a vasectomy?
4: Because that would be a disaster, surely. Can I just tell you, Mike, we've got you on the big screen here at the cricket now.
2: Here <laughs> comes um, Taterwood, and to Leachim on 48, meet down
0: the pitch, over midway up for six, six no. and fifty. Phoenician
3: at Eden Park, what, a, what an inning from him, Hazelwood now, Nuns are 35 and I can't feel my ball.
5: <laughs>
2: but I felt sorry for Joe Jury who had to actually film the whole thing and um, smell the burning mass deference.
3: The smell that I smell that day I'll never forget for the rest of my life. I was fixated and it was a first, it was a world first, nobody has ever commentated and had a vasectomy at the same time. So what you were witnessing there was someone commentating on a ball, going down a pitch into a bat, whilst a doctor goes into someone's sack, gets a ball, produces it out, gets his own bat of sorts, a scalpel, and then takes away the vas deferens, cauterizes, and then ties it back up, and then sews it back up, and away you go.
1: G-Lane's vasectomy while well, commentating, which made global news, actually. It, it, was, it, was, it was the weird story of the world for a, for a week.
2: And the question was always asked globally, why? Like, why? Um, at the start of the season, I sat down with Jeremy, and um, we said, we need to do something stupid
5: this year. Let's do something relatively stupid. Well, it makes perfect sense to me. You know, a guy commentating a cricket match whilst getting a vasectomy—I think was a first in any international cricket—and uh, typical of typical of the uh, the ACC in general. This is
4: this might be a human rights abuse. It doesn't matter that Lane's decided to do it himself. It's like I'm not sure if this is legal. Certainly wasn't safe. There
0: was talk about doing the vasectomy in the caravan itself, so he could be live at the ground doing the commentary when, when for everyone. I think it was a hygiene thing. They went in there. The, the doctors, the medical, um, medical people, medical staff, went into the caravan and basically said this is unfit for, for anything, really. Cricket commentary, let alone a vasectomy. Apparently
1: it was an unsterile environment. In fact, it definitely was an unsterile environment. You wouldn't want to take a black light in there. If you opened up anything in there, it's going to be full of disease.
0: And many people actually believe that's um, where COVID may have begun. But that's, that's controversial and I don't want to be quoted on that.
5: Did it hurt? I think it hurt.
0: I think he's had his vas- vasectomy reversed now, and then he's had another vasectomy after that. So he's had a vasectomy, a vasectomy reversal, and now he's back in a state of vasectomy, which, which is a good thing.
1: Well, so G-Lane's getting a vasectomy, and a streaker nearly got his own vasectomy right in front of the caravan. It was a full nude streak, which, which I really appreciated. Did a good streak nude, like, well, like you should be. Not clothed, wasn't filming it for TikTok, full nude, classic streaker and he ran from the far end of the field and he sort of lined up the ACC caravan. Yeah, great moment for us,
4: I thought. Um, We instantly recognised the opportunity to do the right thing and to give that streak a diplomatic immunity.
0: I think the caravan by this stage, we were sort of the commentators of the people. Um, We were seen as the the broadcasters Mm -hmm. of the people in many ways. So the caravan almost was like a safe haven.
3: We had said anybody who streaks in this game can get sanctuary inside of our caravan. We offered the sanctuary, it was almost like a Julian Assange situation.
1: We were running an embassy that the rules of the rest of Eden Park, and we were really, we were smuggling booze and we were doing all kinds of things.
2: We were running a different set of laws within our caravan. Um, And we opened the back door and we tried to get him, like,
5: entice him over, but he was being chased by a number of security guards. It was a heroic run from recollection and he got some real pace up, um, but literally stumbled at the uh, final hurdle. And I think we got that on video as well. (laughs) He's gonna make it, he's gonna make it, be like he's gonna make it, he's gonna make it. We had the door open. We were signaling him in, but at the last second And didn't he absolutely munt himself? And he ground himself in the complete nude along the gravel and
1: concrete right beside our caravan and he came to a natural stop so he he was done but then this giant security guard decided to finish the deal came careering over and just
2: slammed down on top of him and ground the poor man's downstairs paul ford god bless paul ford always a man a sensible man leaned out the window and says Get that man a goddamn hat.
3: Six guys on top of him? The man man, needs a hat. Get the man a hat.
0: The man needs a goddamn hat. Give him a City of the Ship Williamson hat. He'd
2: been roughed up severely, and he just needed a hat to cover his franken beans.
0: It would be interesting to see what would have happened if he had got in. Um, You know, then we would have had seven new people inside the caravan instead of just the six.
1: In that game against Australia, I, I didn't cover myself in glory as a commentator. It was a very,
5: very tense game. And I can't specifically recall what he said, I just remember the rage behind it.
0: We all let ourselves down sometimes, and um, you've got to remember as a commentator, you're under a lot of pressure, and I do recall Matt's commentary at the end of that game uh, being a little, bit, a little bit heavy.
3: I've tried to erase it out of my memory, but
0: you've
1: basically Basically, won the game, and then there's some arsehole that's just
5: staying in, not scoring any runs at all. And I think Matt feels anxiety quite profoundly. And, um, and Stoyness, you know, together with Hazel, would look like they were going to take Australia over the line. And then it was a run out, wasn't it? It was a run out from, that's right, Kane Williamson. And um, Matty just let it all out. I think it was, he was really basically saying, put your foot on his head, kill him. Stomp on his head, stomp on his head.
2: Stomp on his head.
3: Markable. Here comes the Last ball of the over to Stoinis. Stoinis drives. Oh. Run him out.
0: Yes, he's got it! He's, he's got him! It. Got it. He got him! Stomp
3: on his head!
0: Stomp on his head!
1: Stomp on his head!
0: Stomp on his head. And that's not that's not your what you don't learn that in commentary school. They don't teach you that kind of stuff, that that kind of thing. That's all in fact they do. That's one of the things they say, don't do that.
5: Uh, it was a turbulent moment for him, for
4: sure. And sometimes sometimes something comes from Matt that's directly from a dark place, and you cannot predict it will come, but it just comes. And you know that it's honest. It's got a weirdly disturbing honesty about it. And that was one of those moments. Matt was, was expressing an
3: emotion that none of us really wanted him to share. Stomp on his head. Does that still exist, that piece of commentary? That's concerning. But I, in a way, I stand
1: by him. my call to stomp on his head. I mean, it would have been it would have been out of character for Kane Williamson to stomp on his head. It was uh,
4: was, was a disturbing thing. A lot of weird things happen on a cricket field. Um, Sometimes weird things happen in a comb box, and I'll I'll never forget that. But he
1: need no fuck him. Stomp on his head.
3: The box was right next to the police. I think there was concern that there was some contraband that was being brought in. And We'd been behaving terribly for a long time.
2: What commentary team brings in like a half a million dollar brick of cocaine
1: into their studio? We were incredibly focused going into that. Never been as high. The confidence. We got raided by the cops and left me as the intern in the commentary box.
3: Terrible idea. I can't believe we would have done that. That doesn't sound like something that a professional commentary team would have done.